A pigeon racing dispute results in stabbings with swords. Norway is fined for not wearing bikini bottoms at a competition. And a sperm bank holds the contest to find out who has the most powerful sperm. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. My name is Jonesy. I'm everywhere. I'm everywhere. A pigeon racing dispute results in shootings and stabbings with swords. That's swords, plural. More than one sword at the pigeon race. You guys know when you go to your pigeon races, you got to bring weapons. They take this shit very seriously, apparently. This took place in California. Three people were shot in the town of Robbins after a multi-week pigeon racing dispute. (laughs) Just pigeon racing dispute is so funny to me. A multi-week pigeon racing dispute erupted in violence over the weekend. The shooting occurred at 3 p.m. A large crowd was gathered for a pigeon race. I don't even know. What what do you do at a pigeon race? You just gather in a crowd and look up into the sky and wait for them to arrive? Sometimes they don't even arrive. I covered a story a few weeks ago about a pigeon race. Well, in the middle of the race, all the pigeons just flew away. They didn't stick to the racing track in the sky, apparently, the imaginary, imaginary racing track in the sky. So you, you're just standing around looking up, hoping that they arrive at the finish line. So people were doing that, apparently, and uh, four vehicles pulled up. Multiple people got out into the crowd with guns and swords, started shooting and stabbing people. That's what it says. They just got out of their car with guns and swords and were shooting and stabbing people. A pigeon race. It's the last thing you would ever expect to see at a pigeon race, I'd imagine. It just seems like such a calm event. <laughs> pigeon racing. Yeah, you know, you, you figure tea's being served. You know, it's pigeon racing. It's a calm. I mean, it's like reading about this happening at the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, in the middle of the Derby, people got out with swords and started stabbing people. You just don't expect that. The police say three men in total were hurt in the attack. One of the victims was shot multiple times and stabbed in the neck <laughs> with a sword. What the hell? Would you imagine being stabbed in the neck with a sword at a pigeon racing event? I just can't even. <laughs> it's like going to a SpongeBob Square SpongeBob SquarePants festival and <laughs> being shot. Okay, maybe that's not a, a very apropos analogy. I'm just trying, guys. The victims in critical condition, of course. Shot multiple times and stabbed in the neck. You're going to be in critical condition. There's other victims, too, at this pigeon race gathering. Second was shot in the foot. A third was shot in the thigh. Non-life-threatening injuries. The attackers drove off in their vehicles, uh, one of which was described as a large black Escalade. Did it have some pigeons painted on the side? Was this the pigeon gang? (laughs) Was this PETA, I'm wondering? Is PETA behind this? They probably think that pigeon racing is a cruel sport, so they show up and stab people, shoot them, you know, as a way to end the pigeon racing. Because if these pigeon racing events get this dangerous, no one's going to go anymore. And then you got no support for the pigeons. And then there you have it. (laughs) I don't think that's really happening. Just trying to throw some juice out there, guys. Norway has been fined for not wearing bikini bottoms at the beach handball competition. Norway was fined 1,500 pounds after, or euros, euros, pounds, 1,500 pounds, euros, 
It's euros in Norway, right? I'm stupid. 1,500 something. They were fined 1,500 pieces of gold after their women's beach handball team did not wear bikini bottoms at a European competition that nobody watched anyways, so who cares? What is beach handball, by the way? Is this the same as volleyball? Beach handball? I'm guessing it's similar to volleyball. And I'm guessing Norway has a terrible beach anything team because <laughs> it's Norway. Norway's better in the snow. Norway's players for the beach handball team, the ladies wore shorts in their bronze medal match against Spain at the European Beach Handball Championship in Bulgaria. I just like to say Bulgaria. Well, you guys, uh, you guys ever been to Bulgaria? Yeah. So they wore shorts. So what? Who cares? The shorts should be fine, right? You can play handball in shorts. What's the big deal? Uh, apparently the shorts violated the regulations of the International Handball Federation, <laughs> which requires players to wear, quote, fitted low-cut bikini bottoms. Why? Why? Well, on Monday, the disciplinary committee of the European Handball Federation fined this Norwegian team 150 euros. Pounds? Euros. 150 pounds? 150 euros. It's euros. I believe, per player, for violating international rules. No one cares. <laughs> European Handball Federation, nobody cares. The Norwegian Federation said they're going to they're gonna pay for that penalty. Um, Norwe Norwegian sports circles and com commentators, well, get this story out, Jonesy. Uh, people have expressed their outrage at this punishment. Players have previously stated that bikini bottoms are too degrading and or impractical for playing the sport. And I agree, uh, totally degrading and probably unnecessary to play the sport. Perhaps even impractical, as they say. It may be too constricting or something. Maybe you need to wear loose-fitting clothing. Maybe that's better. By the way, let them wherever they want. Just wear what you want. I mean, it's up to you. And by the way, you might, like if you want to wear something that takes away from your competitive advantage, then so be it. You know, if you want to wear something that doesn't allow full range of motion, you know, it should be up to the team to make the decision. Uh, here's a quote from Eric Sordal. In 2021, it shouldn't even be issue. I agree, Eric, it shouldn't be issue. He's the president of the Norwegian Volleyball Association. He described the fine as completely ridiculous. Um, and there's an, that attitudinal changes are needed in this macho and conservative international world of sport. I agree with you. And I'm a huge sports fan. I mean, not to say that what I, my opinion is credible, but I'm a, I'm a big time sports fan. And I agree with this, this person. Uh, you know, I'm wondering what the reason is with the bikinis. Perhaps it's because no one watches the sport and they want to get eyeballs on it. So they make the women wear, they would rather the women wear scantily clad attire. But that's not the reason to get people to watch your sport, man. That, that's just, that's total desperation. And if you have to do that to get people to watch your sport, improve your sport, man. Or maybe the sport needs to go away as far as an Olympic event or whatever, a televised event. Some sports need to go away. They just need to be played. Look at one of my favorite sports you never see on TV. It's not an international Olympic sport of any sort. It's called wiffle ball. I love wiffle ball. I played it as a kid my entire life. It's so fun. It's a very popular sport that you'll encounter in such places as New England, uh, more so than any other area of the U.S. And we love it up there. Play all the time. I'm not expecting it to be on TV or 
you know, an Olympic sport. Some things are just need to be hobbies, okay? And perhaps beach handball needs to go that way too. If anything, you don't have to deal with these macho European, you know, cultural minister organizations that tell you what to do and what to wear. It just becomes ridiculous at that point. What are we doing? Do you guys agree? Disagree? Call the show 646-450-2012. A sperm bank holds a contest to find out who has the most powerful and the best sperm in the world. They didn't ask me to donate. What are the parameters of your best sperm? I need to know. Are you looking for best tasting? What's the deal here? It says here, those with exceptional sperm will be invited to be donors. Oh, yes. If you're a young man in China, you have some time on your hands, a Chinese sperm bank may have just the right summer program for you. They call it a program. <laughs> it's going to be full-time sperm donating. How'd you spend your summer? I was just kind of locked in a room with a small little bowl that they gave me. Um, was it a summer of hand sanitizer? No, no. More, more like a summer of lube. The Human Sperm Bank of Shanghai. Human Sperm Bank of Shanghai. Not to be confused with the Canine Sperm Bank of Shanghai. Or the Sperm Whale Sperm Bank of Shanghai. Or the Tardigrade Sperm Bank of Shanghai. <laughs> the Ghost Sperm Bank of Shanghai. I was impregnated by a ghost. I'm sure people believe that ghosts could donate to a sperm bank. Crazy. Jonesy, you're off track here. Oh, you're right. I'm on chemicals. The Human Sperm Bank of Shanghai is inviting college students. Why just college students, guys? Open it up to all of us, okay? College students. Who cares about their sperm? What do you want the sperm of a college student for? They don't. They sleep till 11 a.m. Really? These are the people you want? They're just easily stressed. They have two classes a day. They're like, oh, I have two classes today. Oh, I need to go in the crying closet. Oh, I have a test. Oh, college students, yeah. College students aren't going to get us through Armageddon, guys. Just FYI. You might want to breed, you know, outside of the college student realm. You breed with some people who know how to farm, I'll tell you right now. Uh, college students are in the competition to see who has the best semen. I don't agree. Uh, they're trying to promote reproductive health and recruit donors who are offered up to $1,160 for replenishing the human sperm bank of Shanghai supply. That's a thousand bucks. That's pretty good. Um, the summer contest was launched on July 12th. They're going to pick the winners who have the highest sperm count and motility. I believe that means sperm speed or movement. Those are your winners, though. Highest sperm count and motility. I would have thought that they would have had other parameters as well. Like, are they good athletes? Can they, can they play music? Are they good at art? Do they have a high IQ? Can they cook? Like, there's other aspects that I would think that you would want. Uh, the names will not be released to the public because they'll be all up on this sperm. Studies have shown dis declining sperm counts among men globally. This is why they're doing this. They want to bring awareness. Scientists have continued to debate what is causing the decline and whether the trend indicates rising male infertility. We're going to be all right, guys. We're going to be all right. There's no need to worry about rising male infertility. How many people are on this earth right now? There's no need to worry about reproduction. And by the way, this whole declining sperm count, who, you know, it's like, oh, the average person sh shoots 50 million sperm per millimeter, milliliter. Okay, so it's down 25 million. So what? It's still 25 million per milliliter. What does it take? One to do the job? I'm fine with shooting seven. Seven's enough. 
just takes one, guys. We don't need to all throw our hands up right now and worry about this situation. We're gonna making babies is oh is gonna be okay. It's okay. We got enough babies, guys. Enough babies. Chinese sperm banks have, in recent years, reported a general decrease in sperm quality. Facing growing demand for fertility treatments, some sperm banks have sought to encourage donations by paying men more and campaign to reduce the stigma of visiting a sperm bank. Yeah, it's not a stigma to me. I tried. I tried when I was in New York City. Needed some money. <laughs> I was like, hey, and a buddy of mine was doing it on a regular, and I thought maybe me too. And uh, but I, I wasn't of the. I wasn't tall enough, believe it or not. They rejected me based on height, under 5'9". I believe it was either 5'9 or 5'10 was the was the limit. I was like, what? what are you guys doing? All right. I have other qualities, okay? Have you seen me play guitar? Have you seen me beatbox? All right. <laughs> have you seen me throw a fastball? I mean, I have other qualities. I could build furniture from Ikea. I mean, I really got it going on. I don't know what you guys are doing by rejecting me. Um but they're trying to encourage people to go to the sperm bank in Shanghai here. Uh, the contest that I'm mentioning in the story was aimed in particular at reminding university students to take care of their reproductive health at an early age. Yeah, well, I mean, what do you do with that information? Oh, oh, I'm trying to take care of my reproductive health. Just be healthy and your reproductive health will take care of itself. I don't know what you want us to do here, sperm bank. <laughs> like, Just, you know, eat healthy if you can and exercise and you're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Trust me. Participants who meet stringent requirements, including having a sperm concentration of greater than 60 million per millimeter milliliter of semen will be invited to be donors. Uh, donors need to visit the sperm bank several times within six months and they will get 7,500 won in subsidies. Now the Shanghai sperm bank declined an interview, uh, and it says here that uh, to drum up interest in donations and its fertility services, the sperm bank has been posting about the best sperm it receives every month. In June, for example, you'll be happy to know it recorded a highest sperm count of 282 million sperm per milliliter of semen, which is about 19 times the normal level. The unnamed donor was a sports fan, they noted, but they didn't say the name. Another man who was said to be fond of music was found to have the lowest level of abnormal sperm of 42%. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> the lowest level. Could you describe your lifestyle for us, sir? Oh, I don't know. I just like, I like music. I like light rock, like air supply in Chicago. Big fan of Journey. Yeah. You know, like a little ABBA in my life sometimes. <laughs> Hello, my loyal listeners, friends of the show. I appreciate you joining me today for some weird stories from around the globe. And I want to thank everyone who sent me articles and links. I appreciate that very much. You can always send me whatever you got to funnyjones at gmail.com or by going to weirdafnews.com and submitting them through the website itself where there's a thing you can click on to send me a story or a message. And uh, I find it very helpful, and I appreciate all of you for doing that, taking the effort, and giving a damn about the show. It means a lot to me. Uh, please, if you haven't already, subscribe to the show, rate it, and review it if you can uh, on such places as Amazon or iTunes. That's super helpful. iTunes, also known as Apple Podcasts. You can leave a review and leave some stars. Stars, yes, yeah, stars, guys. 
Uh, and if you'd like to support the show on another level, join the Patreon, which is it's a very cool thing to do. You get to join a little club of patrons who are super, super fans of the show. And you get that good feeling knowing that you're supporting a five-day-a-week daily weird news show that's recorded inside a closet by a comedian who's sweating his balls off as I record this. <laughs> so don't you want that feeling? I think you do. Absolutely. Uh, you can join the Patreon by going to weirdafnews.com and clicking on that link, or you can go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews directly. Get yourself some bonus episodes, other weird AF content that's on there. It's pretty cool. And you get to join it, just a, a group of cool people who love, love the podcast. Uh, what else did I want to say? Lastly, uh, I guess that's about it. I'm, I appreciate you, and I'll see you tomorrow, guys.